The soap opera continues. You might have seen some news that Trump had been charged in Georgia. So the docket report was posted, but then very quickly removed from the court's website. So what exactly happened here and what is Trump's camp now doing with this? We're going to check in and get the details with our Washington correspondent for Global News, Reggie Cicchini. Reggie, good afternoon. Thank you so much for the time. This is good a afternoon. bit of a, a head scratcher here, kind of a whiplash moment where this was posted and then immediately <laughs> taken down. What happened? Yeah, we don't actually know uh, what happened yet. We know that the Fulton County District Attorney's Office uh, has said uh, that that the document was incorrect. We don't know if they are trying to say ultimately that that Reuters, who is the one who originally reported this, um, did something wrong or the, the information really hasn't come out yet. But but the Trump team is really pouncing on this, uh, you know, saying, quote unquote, in a statement that there's no respect for the integrity mm. of the grand jury process. But ultimately here, um, you know, it, it raises questions as to what's going on in in the courthouse, because, again, all eyes are on Fulton County because we are anticipating what is likely going to be the fourth indictment of the former president. So, yeah, can you speak to that a little bit more, Reggie? Why is this this charge from Fulton County and this courthouse? Why is this so significant, so important? Well, it's significant uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, it's a state-level uh, charge against the former president for trying to interfere with and overturn the 2020 election uh, in Georgia. And it's an investigation that's been underway for the last two and a half years by the district attorney there, Fonnie Willis, who started this investigation after that Trump phone call to the Georgia Secretary of State in early 2021, uh, essentially asking for them to find one more vote to tilt the election in uh, Donald Trump's favor. That eventually led to a kind of snowflake to a snowball event, a series of events that included his legal team, um, you know, working with a tech firm to breach a voting data system uh, in one uh, Georgia county. It led to uh, harassment of election workers who eventually had to testify before the January 6th committee. Uh, and there are, you know, uh, reports that there's going to be a letter that Donald Trump sent to the secretary of state asking him to decertify the election of Joe Biden almost a year after Joe Biden was declared the winner. So this is big, uh, and, and there's this is going to be just another legal hurdle for the former president to try and jump over because one of the big charges that could be laid against him is racketeering. So, I mean, we can't report on what was in this docket because obviously now it's been taken down, so there's no way to really verify it. But uh, why were why was the information in this something that was so important that was setting off such a big flurry of media activity talking about it? Well, look, some of the information that was in this this um, th you know this this docket or or whether whatever it was that was posted mm -hmm. uh, to to the Fulton County website. I mean, it detailed certain crimes uh, right. that go back to. 2020 and 2021. And, and that's where the questions here are. Well, if this was a fake docket that was posted, how was there such kind of, um, you know, information that was on it right. um, available to whoever did this? Ultimately, you know, this is going to lead to a potential investigation here. But at the end of the day, the information that was on that docket is widely seen as what is expected to be a part of whatever indictment process comes out either tonight or tomorrow. So it just creates more of a mess and, you know, I think more muddiness when it comes to who's trustworthy and who's not here. So Obviously, as you said, the Trump camp is really jumping on this. What is the district attorney for Fulton County saying about it, if anything? 
Well, she hasn't said anything yet. Just a statement that came out from the district attorney's office uh, that says that the information that was posted uh, was incorrect, that no indictment has been handed down yet, and that when the indictment is handed down, it will be unsealed immediately per Georgia law. And that is what information should be looked at, not something that doesn't have, you know, the seal of the office on it. And sure, it does raise those questions, uh, especially amongst those who are supporters of the former president, that this is, again, uh, some form of political witch hunt against somebody who is the current frontrunner of the Republican Party. But at the end of the day, again, this is a focus on the process, not a focus on the problem here, which is what the district attorney is trying to investigate by saying, look, it was the actions of the former president that resulted where we are right now, not any of these potential missteps that happened along the way. You know, anytime that we talk about Trump, even on this show, you you really get a sense of the tension uh, that exists around this conversation and arguing, you know, that he's maybe now a cause more than he's a person. I mean, there's a lot to say and there's a lot to study here. I'm curious, Reggie, because you are in the States. Is Trump a conversation that that you, you bring up unless you know how the other person feels about it? What is the tension like there? Yeah, sure. I mean, look, people who are who are standing with the former president are not going to break um, how they feel about mm-hmm. Donald Trump and how they feel that, you know, he has been persecuted or he has been attacked since the day that he came down the escalator uh, in 2015. And sure, it has kind of changed the conversation politically in the United States about what it means to be president, what it means to be a presidential candidate, but also just what it means to be in politics now because it's become so divisive, because it's become so kind of infiltrated by Trumpism whatever that might be, Mm -hmm. uh, it makes it harder to have opinions that may differ from each other, but that can find common ground. It's very much a everybody is on a separate path here. But ultimately, when you're seeing a former president now facing a fourth indictment and the arguments against the indictment from the Trump camp become a little weaker and weaker, and it's constantly putting the blame on somebody else, eventually the question is going to have to be answered here. If Trump isn't responsible, who is responsible? And a lot of legal experts are saying, well, look, it could be the people of America who put him in power in the first place. Reggie, thank you so much for your insight on this. Really appreciate your time as always. Thank you. That's Reggie Cicchini, our Washington correspondent for Global News, talking about the docket that was posted. Uh, it was a two-page docket to the Fulton County Court website um, and then was immediately taken down.